0: Thank you so much for joining me today, I am Colleen Klimzek, certified professional organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session, through professional speaking, blogging, and now podcasting. Head over to my website, if you haven't, at peaceofmindpo.com to subscribe to my weekly newsletter and to explore the organizing and productivity resources included over there, uh, including over 450 articles on a range of organizational topics. So I have to say that this week I've actually been considering, as I listen to other people's podcasts, uh, redoing my intro. So I was looking at my intro yesterday if I wanted to redo it, and I decided that I really like it. So it stayed. Um, So if there's ever updates or anything else that you would like to uh, suggest to me, I'm always willing to read. Um, If you want to reach out to me on any of my social media platforms or via email at colleen at peaceofmindpo.com. So today... We are trying something new. I am interviewing my producer, Chris, who has made all of this podcasting possible. It's good um, practice
1: for you, I right?
0: I mean, like, that's the thing. You were like, I want to start bringing in guests. And I was like, well, interview me. you used to it. <laughs> so you all need to know, whoever's listening, um, is that he's always here with me. Obviously, he's my producer. So he has been on... Uh, a part of every podcast so far from getting me up and running um, as part of his package of services um, to producing my uh, episodes every week, to making me sound good, uh, to writing uh, my fun and interesting descriptions um, for my episodes. He even names them and I like his names for things way better than my (laughs) own. Um, So I, you all don't know, that, but I, I, um, uh, I value him and his services and him as a person just so much. But this today, this episode, um, he's also mentioned that some of the, uh, the organizing things that he has learned in our time of recording these episodes together. And we both thought that that would be a great episode, uh, topic somewhere along the way. And yeah, today is the day.
1: I listen to your show when you record it and then I put it together here and then I produce, you know, I produce it and I send it out. So I probably listen to it three times. Repetition in total <laughs> every episode before mm-hmm. it's done, right? Yeah. As I'm going through it. And so there's absolutely no way that I'm not going to pick up the stuff that you're you're talking about. So what happens is that like like I've changed the way that I run my company because I'm I'm on multiple podcasts uh, I, this is all I do for a living. So I, I do a, a White Sox podcast called Socks in the Basement and Southside Pod that covers the Southside and the EP podcast does Evergreen Park. I'm even on one out in Pittsburgh for Pittsburgh Pirates fans called Bucks in the Basement. I have people whose podcast I produce for them like, like yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I do all this stuff. So it gets very busy and I'm doing it in my home. Cause I have my studio down here and, and I don't know if Colleen's ever mentioned, she sits at a nine foot homemade Oak bar in the basement with these big <laughs> microphones, like the microphones are the same things you would get in WGN, but she gets to sit on a bar stool.
0: I love it. It's very comfortable. <laughs> like I, 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 I'm encouraging you all to take, you know, if you ever thought of wanting or thought that you wanted to have a podcast, um, Chris is the guy, Um, and uh, we were listeners to his podcast, obviously, before I started my own, um, the EP podcast, The Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar. Like, I could hear these in my sleep. my catchphrases your yes. catchphrases 30 minutes of good 30 minutes right, of good you know. in a world of dumb sometimes there you know. yeah yes. um, but it really is his 9 foot homemade oak bar uh, so uh, <laughs> I
1: had I, guests come down here and measure it I had oh one guy walk down with a measuring tape he's like completely. I want to see whether that's 9 feet and he goes <laughs> and he measures it and like from like the main part of the bar is 9 feet then it kind of elbows for like an oh, extra yeah. couple feet here. so linear
0: not. feet in yeah. organizing we talk about linear storage well no, it's 9 so, down uh-huh. and then
1: it's actually technically another 2 feet the other way you got the extra yeah <laughs> right, it's a little, it's a little extra if you really want to go. There to it. you go. But nine foot sounded better than eleven foot. Yeah,
0: that doesn't go as smoothly. Right, um, and it is, uh, it, it really is. Now that I'm like, when I do this, when I come here, it is like, okay, this is the broadcast basement. This is, this is what we do here. It's an like, actual basement. Seeing, yeah, right. seeing the magic happen um, as a participant. Since I'd been a consumer for so long, like, oh, yep, yeah, sure is so. Thanks for having me down here. So you had mentioned that there were a number of things that you've done differently um, since you had to start listening to me three times every episode. You do a great <laughs> job.
1: Just don't worry. You're not are not hard to, to, to listen to three times. Plus, Thank they're, you. they're very quick episodes, so I get they through them They are.
0: This one, I think, is going to be a little longer, but that's okay. It's the, a little more interesting, too, I'm sure. So. The
1: thing that I picked up first yeah. was that I'm a list maker.
0: Of course,
1: to the point where people make fun of me. Like, I've always been I've always been a list. I was a list maker when I was in high school. Like, I would make a list of things that I had to do. And my lists were always absurd. Like, they were four (laughs) weeks worth of things. And I would make the list. So you end up crossing off like the first five out of 27 items. And you're like, I accomplished nothing today. And like, that's how I always felt. And I still do that with this podcast like I'll sit down and be like all right well I got to produce this show and then I got to go promote it and I've got to go you know I've got this other call and I've got these three interviews that I have to do and they're for different shows and then there's the business aspect and like you know I got to talk to the accountant about this and I got to file this with the state and I got like I have all these things and I write them all down and yep. it doesn't matter how good I do mm. I'm always like I didn't accomplish anything and right. you You were talking about in one of the episodes the idea of prioritizing them as what's the most important thing. Yeah. What's for today. Right. And I did like my own version of it. Mm -hmm. But I actually like I have a list. I'm sitting on my computer right now. It's so funny. I have my list and I have my top stuff for that day. Yes. And then I have the next stuff. Yes. Now, in my mind, if I get to next I'm killing it.
0: Right? right? Oh, that's such a good feeling. But mm-hmm. I
1: don't I don't always even get the next, yeah. but if I can get like 95% of top done, I'm happy and i think I'm, i i think the whole key is to make it realistic. Oh, like
0: absolutely.
1: Top stuff has to be the stuff that i know i have to get done that day. It's yeah. the most urgent stuff. Sure. It's the stuff that needs my attention and i can't delegate to somebody else. Yes. And i'm like, "All right, so the, like i'm going to get the top stuff done. If i miss on a couple of them, trust me they're at the very top of the top list the next yeah. day and i update it." And then if i can get the sometimes i'll skip down. I, sure. I'll cheat. I'll look at something and be like, well, that'll take me five seconds to knock yeah, out. I can totally
0: do that. That'll help me gain momentum. I'll yeah. feel good about myself crossing that off. Oh, Woo-hoo. look, I got all my
1: tops and I got right. a next.
0: and a couple extras.
1: And then I write a head at the bottom. Nice. And yes. a head is long-term stuff that I know Absolutely. has to be done, but it really doesn't need to be done today yep. or tomorrow. And it also satisfies the procrastinator in me. <laughs> Like I can put the stuff. You got
0: on. a list of procrastinating items. Yeah, this yes, is what I'm okay. procrastinating
1: on. <laughs> like here, where's my procrastinating items? It's great. My top thing on my procrastinating item is start exercising daily.
0: <laughs> Which sounds like a great thing. I, I, um, you know, you're not gar- losing the idea. The garage door broke, today.
1: but I really don't feel like fixing it right now because it's going to cost me a ton of money.
0: And it's still March. And it's and still snow March. Is coming tomorrow. So like, it's, like, in my,
1: it. it's in my it's in my head. Right um, there you go. yeah, and, and to be honest with you, like I, like I haven't got my personal tax docs off to documents off yes, to my absolutely. accountant, but I also really wouldn't mind just filing an extension this year just because of like different things that I'm I'm spending money on. And sure. as a small business owner, there are times where I actually owe more than I actually... Oh. I used to get stuff back, but now as a business owner, I end up sending money. Yes. So paying my taxes is a pain in the butt. So I, I'm like, let's push just a couple months. So I put that <laughs> in the procrastination thing on purpose. Yes. So, I know like I that.
0: need to... I like. I actually taught a time management class yesterday, one of the four-hour... I know, it's crazy. A four-hour time management class seems you know, counterintuitive, but um, it's a really great uh, part of our training program. And we talked about... That's kind of intentional procrastination. But what it is, you're still noting it. So you don't lose the idea, but you know that you're like, okay, yes, I can absolutely ignore that today because the difference-making actions, like those top that you call it, like, I, I must do these today to continue to succeed in business, right? Like, I must do those, and there's a timeline. Um, so I think your intentional procrastination... I like ahead better. I think that's a much more positive uh. Right.
1: That's right. Ahead. <laughs> ahead.
0: Ahead. Of, ahead
1: I'm gonna take care of this. Right. And and I and I uh, uh, I tried a little bit like in theory, I kind of use the Eisenhower box. But that's I that's
0: what we were talking about yesterday, yeah.
1: But I don't I don't have an Eisenhower box, right? I don't like either. I'm not putting yeah. them into those four categories. But I think when I look at stuff now, I when I'm making this list I look at it as what's the most urgent thing that needs to be done, and I can only be the one that does it. And then I look at the things that like aren't really that important, and uh, or I can delegate or something like that, and yeah. I end up they end up moving down the list. So oh, yeah. the, the the practices of your when you talk about that box, which I think is fascinating, the whole Eisenhower box thing. I love it. I, yeah, it's so but, helpful. But I like when you talk about those principles. Those I at least apply mentally when I'm trying to figure out what I want to do.
0: I don't have an actual physical Eisenhower box in front of me as I make decisions for my task. I imagine today. you having one. like I do, <laughs> I do I do not. Um, you can imagine whatever you want, I suppose everybody out there can as well. Um, but um, I absolutely have the, you know, do decide, delegate and delete. Um, I think you both, you and I both have, we don't even have the delete things. Like those don't make it on the list, right? So right. the Eisenhower boxes, you know, do is like stuff that has to be done today.
1: You know how I delete things? Decide. Like, yeah. You know how you get like a something in the mail and you're like, I don't need it. Yeah. I my mother taught me this. She ripped it in half before it's she threw it It's very gratifying. In. It's like if I rip it in half, uh-huh. I won't eat. Now I've killed it. I'm not even going to think about going back and getting it. Like, I murdered this letter that was useless, <laughs> this stupid credit card application, this thing that I don't want to deal with. Rip it in half. It's very violent. She's oh, German. That's, that's, like Yeah, that's that's where it comes from.
0: Okay, so <laughs> the full disclosure here, I am laughing and making the motions because very often when I'm working with my clients and we're doing mail, especially when we're like catching up with things, that is my signal to me that this piece of paper is no longer needed. So I will actually rip it in half and then put it in the recycling bin. It takes like less than a second. But that is the, yep, we are complete, and it goes, it goes away. Um, I rip a lot of things in half because then I know, okay, this is the old edited, you know, I need to get rid of this and not be confused by it. Um, it's very gratifying rip those things and toss them in the shredder or recycling bin so i love that yeah That's, i'm
1: big on ripping things I, up. I, yeah,
0: yeah it's very it's very great I mean, every really. once
1: in a while you're like oh i shouldn't have ripped that up but i mean uh, generally know, not
0: then we know yeah. well, there's tape um <laughs> so uh, <laughs> i haven't ripped up
1: a check yet or anything like that oh so my I've been lucky. gosh
0: no no thank you um gosh i hope not um so other things that you have talked about as we have Work together, so there were two different things. um one of them is delegation. If you want to talk about that, you and I have both gotten better about delegation in our time working together. right so my first big, huge, which again I, I would never have said this out loud or never thought to until I'm interviewing another person, was to actually have to to have Chris set up the like delegating to you. And it was magic. It was magic. Yes, please, I would like to do this. And as part of his services, he set it up. Oh, it's beautiful. And he set up my my account to go to populate to all the places everywhere podcasts can be found and always at the, you know. Whatever the like website they, is. Yeah. I, I mean, you, that's you, another. Uh, you
1: send everybody to your.
0: To my website. Your website, yeah. right, yeah. Um, but that's another one of uh, Chris's catchphrases is everywhere podcasts can be found.
1: And the name of the show.com, and, whatever and, it happens to yeah. be, in the EP podcast.com. So um, that
0: uh, having being delegating that to you and making that happen has been really, really helpful. And then I've also um, gotten much better about, again, delegating parts of the podcast to Chris. Um, and he's awesome um i've gotten better about delegating i have an assistant who's amazing um so even just identifying what can be done by somebody else and maybe letting them do it
1: yeah but i'm having a hard time with it like i know i have to do it i know i have to do it yes but like here's the thing like i'm always watching who i delegated something to thinking to myself i could have just done that better like I, I'm, I, and it's not to be mean to them. No, it's not, it's not because like, I think that they're not capable of doing it. It's just not, they're not doing it my way.
0: You've got to make sure that it's speaking in, in your right. voice. Like I, I, I yeah. have a
1: person that I work with. I've worked with forever. I mean, he was my original producer on my first morning radio show in 1997. Okay. And he was at one point, my program director, he's a very skilled producer and knows how to do the same things that I do. Right. His style a little differently than me. And when I'm running late on something, he's always like, do you want me to do the show and produce it? And I have such a hard time saying, go ahead and do it. And I know today I should have him do my, my socks in the basement show because I'm overwhelmed and he's on that show anyway. And I know if I ask him, he'll do it. And it will be an internal struggle for me, and I don't know if I'll have him do it or not, it'll be an internal struggle for me to tell him, go ahead and do it, because it's my baby, and I like that's the thing, Like I have people that want to help me, Like I have now somebody is helping me with social media stuff, and she's just getting her feet wet the last couple of weeks, and I can see that she can do things that I can't do,
0: mm-hmm. but oh, there's absolutely. also
1: stuff that she's doing that is just a little different from how I've been doing it, and I have to, like it's almost like I need to, like I mean, not physically slap myself in the face, <laughs> but mentally- <laughs> well, gosh, myself <laughs> and saying, knock it off, Chris, right, like right. like, let her do it,
0: yeah. right? So I guess instead of delegate and you let it, you reminded me what I really wanted to say, and that was find your expert, right? Yeah. So having your experts, um, you are my expert and my social media person is my expert. And I just shared um, information at this class. There was somebody who came up to me afterwards and asked who my attorney was that helped me set up my LLC. You know, in 2011, like, yes, I'm happy to do that. What I was saying um, in a time management context to these students was, let your experts be your expert, right? Like, I don't need to figure out if it's a C-Corp or an S-Corp or an LLC. What I needed to do before I spent six months researching it was ask my attorney who I know. Smartest
1: thing I did. Right? When building the company yes. was my folks had a person that was a tax, uh, like an accountant. That That's what he did. And he and they knew that he did businesses, even though they didn't have their own business. And they knew I was thinking about starting a company. And they're like, give John a call. Nice. And, and his name's his name's John Walsh. I'll yep. give him a plug. All right. He's out in PALIS If you're in Chicago.
0: Mine is Eileen Curlin Walsh. Okay. And she's also in Payless. They're probably they're
1: probably they're probably related. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, exactly. But, but anyway, it's outside. Exactly. Of course, exactly. they they're are probably right? related. OK, <laughs> but the thing is that like, like I just made a meeting with him and he was nice enough to sit down and talk to me. And I just let him tell me what kind of business. I I said, this is what I'm going to do. These are the services I'm going to provide. This is how it could expand. And this is how much money I need to make. I even told him that. So like, this is how, like, I'm worried about like, how much do I pay myself through a, like a paycheck and how much I take is like oh, a nice. shareholder's um, distribution. So
0: the financial part too, all like that He stuff. could help you with all of that. He told me Fantastic. exactly how he would
1: set it up if he were me at my age, based upon what I was going to do. Awesome. And then I went to my other expert, which is my attorney, which yeah. is the same guy who was the program director, became an attorney and he owns his own practice. Yeah. So he does my production and he's my attorney, Oh my gosh. which is great. And I don't pay him enough, but I, <laughs> I pay him something. And That's he just, awesome. He really doesn't because we're friends and then I told him this is what I want this is what my guy told me to do and he's like alright I'll set that up I mean it's I do the same thing with a haircut like, I, the, what do you want? I don't know. You could see my head better than me.
0: Right. You're, so you're the person the who cuts the hair. Yes.
1: Right. Like, I've never changed this. This is basically the same hairdo that I've had <laughs> ever since I was hanging out with some girl who owned her own hair salon ah. and decided one night she was going to change my hairdo. And I was like, whatever you want, sweetheart. I just want to make you happy. And she she cut my hair.
0: Okay. Right. And I pretty much kept it the same style because she was it an worked. expert. There right? you go. I mean, and that's how it is. We trust our experts. Right. And we should. Yeah. And your hair looks good. I shaved mine for Baldrick's years ago. So I used to have a lot more um but uh, I I why wouldn't we take advantage of the people who know more about something than I do like that's why not right yeah yeah absolutely
1: it's a big it's a big key I mean and I try to find people that know what they're talking about of with course. anything I'm going to do when I expand mm-hmm. my company yeah and it's the same thing but it's also the same thing in like your personal life right yeah like uh, the garage door is broken <laughs> I don't All know how to fix that I got a I got a, I got a neighbor down the street yeah who something went wrong with his garage a couple of years ago. He spent the whole summer out there basically rebuilding his own garage.
0: Fiddling around with yeah. it. And and,
1: yeah. he, and and I was like, why? Right. Why did you do that? I, I remember all the that. problems he was having, everything he was doing. I'm like, dude, yep. at some point there's a guy, this is all he does. He does yeah. garage doors. He knows exactly what he's doing. If you're not if you're not sure if he's charging the right amount of money, talk to three experts and pick one. Yeah. And when they tell you that, like, you know, yeah, it's gonna cost a little bit of money, but if you don't put that part in there at some point it's gonna collapse on your child, trust him.
0: That matters. You, right. Yeah. That absolutely matters. <laughs> oh. The insurance that could, when it falls on not your child or your car, right. um, Yeah, trust your experts and um, and, and and let them uh, let them be that for you. Um, oh my gosh! And you, because our time is money. So maybe if that person's retired or they actually like tinkering around with kind of that kind of stuff, like go for it. Okay, good for you. But for me, there's a million other things I'd rather do than learn the law just so I can figure out what I need. to. Like it was money well spent to have somebody else working on that for me who knew right away.
1: It's, it's also important in your own field to oh, yeah. talk to people yeah. that may know a little bit more about something than Absolutely. you know. Yes. Like I, I have conversation. I had a conversation this week with the service that I host this show on, all of my shows on, because I run a network. So I get enough down. I mean, we had a quarter of a million downloads in the last 12 months on the nice. network. So to them, I'm a big fish. Sure. So they're, they, like, they'll get on the phone with me. So I got on the phone with like two people from the company hey, and listen. had them break down like, what is a download? How does the download get connect- connected? How do I tell how long they're listening to the show? And I had already known most of this stuff, but I'm like, you know what? L- I want to make sure that I understand it better because I keep having to explain it. You know, wh- what What are the things I need to look for in terms of the podcasting business in which where there's fake numbers and how do I uh, how do I avoid sure. getting myself like too excited about something that isn't real or too <laughs> upset about something that isn't real yeah. and just learning a little bit. Yeah, like absolutely. it was supposed to be a call about the fact that I was just renewing for another year with them. And do I have any like suggestions? And I told them a few things that I would like as somebody who uses their service. But on the other hand, then I picked their brain. If you get somebody like that on the, on the line, you pick their brain. Why not? Yeah.
0: Um, That. uh, So I mentioned to Chris, when we were getting started, that I had just spoken with my accountability partner this morning, who is a fellow coach and she's in um, Massachusetts and she is somebody I consider an expert. And so when we're kind of muddling through things and both setting our you know plans for the next couple of weeks, I uh, yeah, like that's the opportunity you have somebody who's already doing what you want to do, who's ten years further down the road or knows a whole lot. Yes, Let's <laughs> right? let's, let's let's spend a little time with them and and um, you know just bask in their knowledge and see what we pick up right? yeah i
1: yeah. think that's the most important thing to do Absolutely. it's okay to learn stuff from other oh, people we should yeah for people sure are,
0: other people are fascinating <laughs> um i know i love i love what I we know, both I've, do
1: i've interviewed a lot of people not everybody's they're fascinating. not all
0: fascinating they didn't some make of them it are. they didn't make it out of the podcast. <laughs> some of yeah. them
1: you have to No, some of them you have to like pump them up while you're talking to them <laughs>
0: <laughs> to get us, uh, you know, motivated.
1: Never you, Colleen, never me. Yeah, never
0: you, Chris. So, um, I wanted to ask you. There was one other thing that you had. Well, first of all, because I got
1: was, you on a clock. As your producer, you got seven minutes.
0: I got seven. Yeah. Ooh, all right. That's a
1: half-hour show.
0: Challenge accepted. Okay. Um, so, one thing that I liked was you had a family member who was in the room while you were producing one of my. Episodes. who yes. was also listening. So I love that, that that one of your kids was listening to that too. So I just loved that story. But my question is not that. I just love that story. Um, one thing that you did early on that you mentioned to me um, that you had changed because of our time together was your uh, email marketing and yes. your how we deal with constant contact. Um, we also had a very lively conversation about like how we occasionally take unsubscribes, personally, um, and that's okay, I don't mind, Um, but how you've, um, you know, how you manage that portion of your communications a little differently, again, based on what we've talked about or learned in our time together.
1: Well, well, the first thing I want to get to is the people that unsubscribed. It came from like, I had a day, you know, everybody like gets this thing like New Year's resolution unsubscribe from stuff and like people start doing it.
0: And I tell and, people that. Yeah, so.
1: I know. You were telling people to do it and I was getting unsubscribed. I'm like, Colleen, knock it off. Stop it. So, but the, but the like, <laughs> Sorry, I, like, both, sorry. Both people that had unsubscribed from me that I actually like interact with on a normal basis. Like they're mm-hmm. not clients, but like, you know, I thought we were friends for yeah, crying out loud, yeah, right? Yeah. I've seen them since then, and at least I feel better now because I'm like, well, at least they don't hate me. Because I took it personally. Like, well, they just, they hate me. They're just done with me. I'm annoying. They don't want to listen to what I have to say. And it's not the case. They no. just, they were just cleaning out their, their email box. Okay. Oh so you can't gosh. take it personally. But, <laughs> but what I learned from you with my, my newsletter, so my podcast have a thing on their website where people can punch in their, email if they want updates mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, it's already a subscription thing where you subscribe for free and you listen to it. So I really don't need that, but I put it there and I really, at this point with the exception with few exceptions, I'm just using it to promote the show. Like, Hey, did you listen? Of you course. Know, just a reminder email yeah. to those people. Right. And what you you did is you were talking about or i picked it up off of what you were doing but i realized that i wasn't i wasn't utilizing it in the right way it used to be it would just be like this is the show that's out listen to it Mm -hmm. but now what it is is it's this is the show that's out listen to it plus it's divided up so now there's a second section that's sitting on that page it's like did you hear this and it's it's three recent shows to get them to go back with the link directly to that individual show. And then the third thing is a call to action for whatever I'm working on. So if I'm doing a like a contest You can take part in the contest, click through here to get the details. Sure. Uh, Or like on one of them, I'm not doing a contest right now. So it actually is like, are you interested in podcasting? Uh, We do podcast production, blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, you can get examples of it and stuff like that. And this is how you contact us and listen. And then we also have a consulting podcast where like for $5.99 a month, people subscribe and they listen to me talk about all the stuff that I do. And this is how you set up a podcast business. And this is how you sell advertising. So so all that I'm able to add those extra things so that I'm using that content contact for more stuff and Mm -hmm. if they still want to just use it to oh yeah I got to listen to the show great but if they read through and they see something else I might get some extra clicks I might get some extra business stuff like that yeah and I got that from you oh I I, I didn't even I just literally stole it from you
0: (laughs) well it's not stealing we're supposed (laughs) to be doing that that's that's awesome um and so uh so when you were saying that um I'm gonna put another plug in for my newsletter. If you go to peaceofmindpo.com and drop in your information in the drop-down menu that's right at the first page, um, and get subscribed. Um, I make sure that um I know there's conversations about segmenting a mailing list versus not segmenting a mailing list, right? So this is actually kind of a business idea versus um, you know, straight organizing or straight coaching. Um but it, occurs, it occurred to me long ago. So I have 1,800 people on my mailing list which is phenomenal. Yeah, good but for you. But they all found me from different I have, reasons. I have a third of that. That's okay. It, it, I've, I've, I have a
1: ridiculous amount of listeners, but not a lot of people on the mailing but list. But I've
0: been in business for 20 years this year too, <laughs> so I better have a good mailing list at this point. But what occurs to me too is is like, okay, so they may have found me because they came to a presentation and now they're ready to hire me for organizing. Right. Or, um, or hopefully coaching because I really am shifting so much of my energy into organizational coaching. Or... They are a client, either a coaching client or an in-person person, um, in-person organizing person, and now they have a professional development that they are trying to schedule somebody for at their place of business, and they need somebody to come in and talk for an hour on productivity or time management. Yep, I'm your girl. So so having those different sections in the newsletter, yes, we want a segment, because we want to make sure that, like, what we're sending out is actually pertinent. There's less unsubscribes then, if if it's actually useful. But also realizing all the ways that Chris could help you, right? So here are the things that you can listen to. Oh, yeah. And I can teach you how to be a podcaster. Right. So not just... You know, if you like me on EP Pod, listen to the White, you know, Socks in the Basement, or listen to, you know, the Southside Pod. Also, have you ever thought of being a podcaster? Here's a way you could do that. Or would you like to advertise with any of those different things? Right. So yes, I might be a listener, um, and you know, I receive your information, and I I already listen to the podcast, like you know, various. Um, in our household, we listen to almost all of them. Not that Pittsburgh one though. Sorry. That's we okay. Just, you know, it's in Pittsburgh. Don't. Right. It's in Pittsburgh. Why would you be
1: a fan of the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates while I, you're in and Chicago? So, you
0: know, I'm just saying. Um, but we listen to all the other ones. Um, so I consume it that way. But it also was a, oh, you know, if I was looking to advertise or um, it was a reminder every time I received it. Okay, that's it. I really have to. I really got to. I really got to do the podcast. Anybody who knows me very very well. I've been thinking about doing that for like 2 years, 3 years. you struggled along for a while Kelly. I did, Chris. Yeah. I'm very sorry. But uh, it's okay. I'm fine <laughs> I picked his brain like a year and a half ago, guys. Yeah. I really did. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it, so it's that and that's why I send out an email newsletter every week is because I want to remind people I'm here.
1: But the other thing is like the way I segment things is uh, and and we're slightly different. We do a lot of things that are very similar. But what I do is I I also segment my mailing list.
0: You do. I,
1: (laughs) I, I mean, I have subscribers for each show are all on their own list. So when a show comes out, just the subscribers for that show mm-hmm. that like went through that page. Nice. Those are the only ones that are getting it, along mm-hmm. with the advertisers and former advertisers in case they come back. From okay, that page. they always Got get it. whatever the new show is. So I have them all on different lists. Nice. And then when I want, like, I used to send things to potential advertisers. Okay, but the problem is, is if I'm sending to potential advertisers for all the show, they're getting an email every day, and that was causing unsubscribes. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. So. <laughs> you don't want
0: and I try them, to right? and I try to
1: and I tried originally to segment it like okay if you're an evergreen park business I'm only gonna send I'm gonna put you on the evergreen park possible advertiser list I had too many lists yeah so in the end I just put potential advertiser on one list yeah they get an email every once in a while or okay. a sales pitch email right but I I'm trying not to over throw During things because yeah. they re, you know, like they're just potential people who have yep. shown interest or whatever like that and I'm not trying to kill them with the the amount of material I'm sending because they're, if they're they may be interested in a year. I don't want to turn them off before they get to me. No,
0: it. we don't okay. want to outstay our welcome. But yep.
1: those that were like, Yeah, I want to hear it all the time, then they get more Got emails it. because they 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 physically threw their email address in and said, <laughs> I wanna hear from you. So they get yes, more. So I do spread it did. out that way a little bit. Yeah. Sure.
0: And I think that's that knowing how to uh, like knowing what you need to say and who needs to hear it right that's kind of important too to make sure that it's reaching the right audience and you're not wasting your time elsewhere
1: Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I, know I also, I mean, there, there's a little bit of it to me that's like, okay, uh, I don't want the current advertisers mm-hmm. to know what I'm charging the new. Oh advertisers.
0: well, you know. So I that. Well, I mean, another business. Well, I also don't want. I also
1: don't want to scare them because when I raise prices, I keep my current clients generally oh, on the old one, right. yes. And then they're going to get the email like, this is what the cost is, and they're like,
0: huh? That's it. I'm out. Or yeah. if I do,
1: or if I, they're going to be worried that it's going to go up, or if I do like a special, like, hey, I've got some inventory, and I know I've got like two months. here. Before the advertiser comes back, oh, and I just want to sell nice. it at half price. I, didn't think I don't of want that. to put out I'm doing something at half price. No, and then a current client that's always been paying full price and they there going, "I want that deal." I know, and then it causes bad feelings. So I try to keep them all separate.
0: And that's fair. And I think we all well, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming like if we are in business, we have those kind of client care strategies. Like you know what yours are. I know what mine are. You know, absolutely. On uh, my big list of, of... things,
1: I'm supposed to send something out to my advertisers oh, at that's some hilarious. point. Just to tell them all the stuff that we've been doing and yeah. how we're improving the product. So that's I on have the it list? in the ahead thing, oh. though, because I'm procrastinating <laughs> on it.
0: So thank you. That was a very nice, like, circling, you know, bringing it around because him being my producer, I also know I'm sure I'm past my now. Oh, yeah. Minutes this is now. your longest podcast oh, ever. Oh, my gosh. Um, so, well, you know, he's also the editor. So he can be the. Uh, you know, clip this when Colleen made a funny noise with her water bottle or whatever. Um, but I do how I do like how you brought that around full circle. Um, is there anything else that you would like to add or that you think people should hear?
1: No, subscribe to Colleen's podcast. Oh, okay, thanks. it's really easy. It's it's on every podcast player, so you just hit the subscribe button on anything that you're on. Uh, Apple Podcast is probably the best because it gives you reminders. All right, but subscribe to it. because you don't want to miss that's the biggest thing with podcasts is you just don't want to you don't want to fall behind get get yourself in there she's got good stuff and what's great about your podcast that I always love is that it's normally quick
0: (laughs) just not today not
1: today But those that were okay. annoyed with how long it is, they've already clicked off and they, moved on. That's true. So, but I mean, but that's the thing. Like, It's normally very quick and very succinct. And I always like that Thank a lot you. about it. And that's why you shouldn't have me on very often. Well, Next week, I'll be quiet.
0: No, this was great. Uh, this was really, really great. You are, I think that's fitting that you are my first guest. There you go. Right. I think that that is absolutely what had to happen. Uh, you know, who knows? Am I ready to share the 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 broadcast basement with another guest? Yes, I, I'm I've sure had, I am.
1: I've had plenty of people that produce podcasts down here to bring in my home.
0: And then um, I want to put out a plug uh, for Chris. Uh, thank you for being here. And truly, he's got all sorts of um, places that you can reach him and find him. And he puts out really great content, not just mine, but other things as well. So I will give
1: you... Just go check out that website. Thank you. There's a contact form if you want to reach out to me. My phone number is literally on the form because <laughs> I really don't care. I get weirdos <laughs> that call me and I get actual <laughs> clients. I don't care. So yeah, phone number is on there. Just awesome. go to broadcastbasement.com and click on the contact. Thing great. And you can see everything we do.
0: Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. This was super fun. Well, I was going to be here. I live here.